Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. I, I don't know what you had in mind. But here we stand on opposing sides. Let's go to war. Let's go to war! Wrestling Authority Radio, with your host, Chaotic Katie, the voice, Paul Eubanks, the Dean of Wrestling Referees, Steve Kane, and Sadistic Sean David. Lock and load, wrestling fans. It's time for war. Welcome one, welcome all, welcome everyone to another loaded edition of Wrestling Authority Radio. My name is Sadistic Sean David, and as Bob Marley would say, right now, everywhere is war. Yeah, remember, Bob Marley said that. Not that, not we, that uh, crap you were playing for me before, uh, before we went on the air. Uh, everywhere is war, we are like, but hold on a second. There's also War by Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> the boss. Well, I always, I always, well, then, whoa, then there whoa, was whoa, whoa. War. Come on. War. Whoa. Oh, good God, y'all. What is it? What good is it? Good Apple. 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 <laughs> well, Bruce Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen had his own version, so the boss has done War. Whoa, 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 whoa. Come on, man. I love that, too. Tonight, we have an explosive lineup. Uh, I don't know that we'll even get to our other stuff. Uh, And, JB, if you can hear me, call back in. Uh, Yeah. She just disappeared. We're going to get to you, sweetheart. Um, We have a loaded lineup tonight. We will be joined by a representative from Frank Roots Rampage Championship Wrestling out of Illinois to talk about their upcoming Great American Summer Tour date. Great American Summer Tour dates. Oh, that was hard to spit out. Christopher V. Mummy. Christopher V. Mummy from All-Star Wrestling Alliance out of Pennsylvania will be on to talk about an upcoming event that he's got going on. Crusher Kanoff will be on to talk about the IWA event next month in Florida. Paul Eubanks will be on to talk about Central All-Star Wrestling, Mid-South Wrestling Alliance, Star Spangled Spectacular, July the 7th in Rockwood, Tennessee, featuring Adam Rose, Kiara Hogan, and Grandmaster Sexay, Brian Christopher. Brian Christopher. Yeah, provided he's uh, out of jail by that time. 
A representative from Midwest Impact Pro out of Illinois will be on to talk about their events this coming weekend right outside of Peoria. A representative from SICW will be on to talk about their upcoming event this weekend in East Carondelet, Illinois. J.B. Brown will be on from Central Virginia Professional Wrestling to talk about her upcoming event, which is either this month or next month. Uh, Folks, I've been busy, so I lose track really easily. Um, and then we, <laughs> and then we have you a distract, surprise. You distract easily when you're not busy. So what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> then we have a surprise who has musical talents. That's all. That's the only clue you're going to get from me tonight on that. Uh, Katie okay. and Steve don't even know who it is. I don't know shit. <clears throat> yep. Yep. And so. if you've got something going on this weekend and you are a promoter, manager, wrestler, referee, announcer, what have you, we want to hear from you because we want to hear what you've got going on this weekend. And you can call us at 213-943-3719 and join the Cool Kids table and join in on the conversation. Well, so can, you're going to join I, my... Hey, can I say what I got going on this weekend? Yeah, in a second, I, honey. So but, join... Join myself, got going on. join myself, <laughs> Chaotic Katie, and Steve Kane for what for what promises to be two hours of pure pro wrestling talk. That's going to be all tonight. Yep, yep. And three days might till, as well go three ahead. Days and three days till Ricky. Three yes. days till Ricky. Three days till Ricky. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so, um. Now, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take a minute or two and kind of announce uh, what's going on here. Um, And I'll probably say it again at the end of the show tonight. Um, We talked a few weeks back about the fact that I'm going to be uh, needing some surgery. Well, um, we've got we've got the date for uh, for the first uh, procedure set up. So next Wednesday will be my last uh, on-air appearance for about three weeks. I will not okay. be back until our next row night on uh, July 18th. I don't know what I will be, you know, what point I will be at in terms of uh, my recovery, so I don't know how, you know, much talking I'm going to feel like doing, but, uh, you know, if we get uh, the people that uh, April and I are uh, working on, um, we won't have to do much talking anyway, as far as I can tell. <laughs> and I also have a guest announcement to make at this time uh, that I want to get to before I forget tonight. So we'll kick things off with this, and then we'll go to our first guest who is with us. Um, next Wednesday night, Steve's last show for three weeks, we are going to be joined by the Guardian of the Gold, as I like to call her. Okay. And that is Casey Carlisle. Excellent. Yep. Yep. Currently holding nine different women's championships in various parts of the country. Yes. So, I mean, this is this is a woman that has traveled the world and back, and she knows what it takes to win the gold. Um, right. We don't know who else will be with us at this time, but it's going to be a loaded show again. And Steve and I are going to be working vigorously this week to book some other guests for that to make right. his farewell uh, a good one. And, right. uh, you know, over the next th- course of the next couple weeks that he's off, um, 
we may we may take a little bit of a break. Um, I might decide to take a week off and then come back. I don't know yet. It's just going to depend on how things go. Um, we're just going to have to wait and kind of wait and see uh, how it goes. So I don't want to take time yep. off, but we might have to. Because um, you got to realize Steve is one of the intricate parts of running this podcast. Well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. So, well, let's uh, not uh, take up more of uh, JB's time. Let's go ahead and let her come on, okay, Sean? Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, from Central Virginia Yay. Professional Wrestling, please welcome back to the program, JB Brown. Hey. Hello, JB. Welcome back. Yes. You have you have got a huge event coming up um, in just a couple weeks' time. I know the last one you had uh, was canceled, and this is a big return date. So tell us all yes. about it. Uh, I'm just having some guys coming in that, you know, that is on the booking and everything. So um, I'm glad of that. So, you know, and I'm um, just going to have guys that, you know, it's, it's you know, that I, I mean, of course, I trust anybody, but now I have some guys that's going to, to do that, so it's going to be a great show and everything. So it's going to be a double main event. So, nice. Um, and and you you've you've got the kendo stick and you've you've got a nice flyer done. You didn't have to pay three hundred and fifty dollars for that flyer, I hope. <laughs> yeah. No. No. <laughs> I saw that on your Facebook page, and I was like, I was like, if she pays that, I'm. I, I, I might have to drive up to West Virginia and, and have a word with her my or uh, up hey. to Virginia and have a word with her myself yeah. because that's too much to yeah. pay on a poster. Like I, I yeah. saw that and I was like, who yeah. who in the world thinks that somebody's going to pay that for a poster? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I great. Saying, I said, no, I mean, maybe maybe fifty, maybe, but not, yeah. not that. So yeah, so yeah, um, I was like. Well, at least you got the poster done, and you don't you don't have to worry about somebody that's going to cancel on you like last time with the ring rental, which we uh, we did yeah, talk about after it happened. I, I said, you know, I said there's a promoter in Virginia this last weekend that got stiffed on a ring rental, and I said, you know, this is these are the things that are are happening in the wrestling business, not only in the Midwest but all over the country, and you got to be careful. Yeah. Um, you got you yeah. got to really be careful. Because man, there are some, there are some, still some cons out there in the wrestling business. Yeah. Uh, Steve Payne yeah. can tell you, no. he's come across yeah. many cons. Seriously. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Because he, I mean, yeah. he was like, he was, yeah. Because I was kind of like, man, I was like, kind of strange. He was from DC, then he was like, um, well, the U-Haul cost five hundred dollars. I said, I said, really? And I called, and I and I got the price from it. Then he said that that. That his GPS took him to DC, and he knows that the show started at seven o'clock. So I was kind of like mad, you know. Oh, well, yeah. But I mean, I mean, what do you do? You can't have a show without the ring. You did the only thing, yeah. logical thing you could do, which was to reschedule the date. But that guy, yeah. that guy deserves every yeah. piece of karma that's coming his way because he should yeah. have never ever yeah. slipped you on a ring rental. That's uh, that's his yeah. mistake. Yeah. And yeah, and then he's like, and then he was he was telling me one thing, and then telling uh, one of the guys something else, and then he was like, "Well, you owe me money." No, I don't. I said, "You know, 
if you didn't bring the ring on time and I would have paid, because I mean, like, me, me personally, I don't have a problem paying, but you can't expect me to pay for something that you didn't bring. So, right. You know, you're not that, you're not getting uh, like you know just because I'm a woman don't don't think you think you get. I mean, I've been in this business for a long time, but don't and hey, and, you're not. Well, and that's just it, J.D. We've talked about that before. Everybody tries to pull a fast one on old J.D., and J.D.'s smarter than the average bear. And J.D. has has plan B now and plan C. I've I've talked with J.D., and I've made sure that she's got plan A, A, B, and C. Because I told her, I said, this can't happen again because it makes you look bad. I said, but this is what you got to do. And we, yeah. we exchanged ideas. I said, this is what I do. I said, I always have a backup plan. I said, I got a guy waiting yeah. on the at the phone that if my ring doesn't make it, he's going to make it with a ring. So the show still happens. Because yeah. believe me, yeah. I, I've had instances like that. I've, I've done yeah. shows where the ring has blown a tire, you know, 10 miles outside of the town. And then what the hell do you do? Because it's hard to jack yeah. up. Uh, it's hard to jack up a trailer itself, let alone a trailer that's got, yeah an extra two ton on it with a wrestling ring. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know anything about that, but I'm rough. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you know, he was making excuses, so, you know, and then he was telling people, well, she'll lose money. I said, well, keep on thinking. I said, keep on thinking that. Well, you'll be happy to know that the show I told you about that, uh, was at the strip club in the adult film store here in Illinois let, drew less than 30 people, like we knew it yeah. would, because, uh, <laughs> I don't, yeah. I don't understand why people thought that that was going to be an okay concept. We're going to draw 500 people out here. No. Yeah. You're going to draw, yeah. you're going to draw. They're all the glory. They're all the glory. the glory holes. I mean, you know, the show 20 miles down the road had it was pretty much packed. Yep. Yeah. And that had Bob Orton Jr. on it. And uh, two of my friends worked Bob Orton Jr. and had a really good match with him. Uh, Matter of fact, they wrestled for me. And, you know, there's a lot of good talent out there. And JB is finding more and more good talent to bring in for her shows. Um, I've given her some ideas on some talent that I know from up around that way. So you'll never know who you'll see at Central Virginia Professional Wrestling. And you'll never know if my hands were in it or not. Or Steve Kane's hands. Steve's got a lot of connections in Virginia, too. We send workers to people. And people, people know that. We send people from this program to people. Yes. Yep. Certainly yep. do. And yep. we, you know, I like to. We've I got like... a lot of people some major gigs. You know, yes. not to brag, but it just you know, it's just that you know, when you make when you make all these connections by doing by doing a show like ours, you, know, you can you can sit there and make make a call to somebody and say, hey, I've got so and so. That's you know looking to get with you guys. Um, any chance that I can get you to talk to them, and that, and, you know, before yeah. before you know it, uh, they're on TV. Yeah, absolutely. We had we had that happen. We had that happen with Richard Swan. We didn't even know that Richard Swan yeah, was going to ever be a part of 
the cruiserweight division, and then boom, it just happened. And we were like, well, that's number one or number two that we know. I think I think that was number one. The second one was Crazy Mary Dobson, who is now Sarah Logan. And I'm like, I, I didn't even expect that either. You know, you sit back and you're like, wow. These are people these are people I should have gotten autographed from when I had them on air. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm I'm proud that you were able to pull this pull this off and pull this out. Um, because yeah. you know, I saw that people were ripping on you and oh oh she canceled shows, oh this and that. It was her fault, it was her fault. No. If the ring yeah, didn't show yeah. up, if that ain't her fault. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. that's the way that goes. What yeah. are you supposed to do if, if if the the most intricate piece of your show does not show up? You can't show. Yeah. I mean, well, what is she supposed to do? Just snap her fingers and make a thing appear out of uh, a ring appear out of thin air? If we could yeah, do that, she, yeah. let me tell you, if I knew somebody that could do that, they would be rich because I'd be like, hey, we're going to open a wrestling ring company, and all you got to do is snap your fingers, and we'll sell wrestling rings. Uh, I don't, I don't yeah. know, man. I'm, I'm sorry, Sean. You ain't no Mary Poppins. Okay. Yeah. Just no, yeah. Yeah. You can't, you can't yeah. pull, you can't pull a wrestling ring out of a carpet bag. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's you're just yeah. not going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I, know, I know some people want me to fail, so I mean, and I, and I know they yeah, know exactly. Too. Like that, so. So, yeah. You know, but, you I know. was given a good I was given a good word of advice recently, uh, Steve, yeah. by Frank Root, and I I never uh-huh. expected this to come out of Frank's yeah. mouth, but he says yeah. there are going to be people always in this wrestling business. He says you you should have yeah. learned this by now, and it was a refresher and a wake up call. There have always been people in this wrestling business that have wanted to see me p- fail, and there will always be people in the wrestling business that want to see me fail. Yeah. That's always going yeah. to be the truth of the matter. Everybody wants to yeah. see somebody fail so they can succeed. And yeah. Or say, I told yeah. you so. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And especially with a, with a female promoter, you know, there's yeah. still, I mean, as much, as much as women are advancing in our industry, there is still yeah. a lot of blatant sexism. We can't lie and say that there yeah. isn't. You know, well, and I mean, and I mean, JB's got the double whammy on top of it, and I don't mean this in any offense, but she's black, so people think, yeah. oh, well, she's she's the racist black promoter from Virginia. And I'm like, no, yeah. JB is like one of the nicest yeah. women I have ever met in my life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, am. I am, I am, yeah, I am. I am. And, oh yeah, I am. you know, yeah. you know, it's just yeah, funny that everybody yeah. thinks that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, we are going to go to a little live segment, and we'll come back to JB in just a couple minutes. We are now going to a segment that uh, I have given him the platform to do every now and again when things come come around, and this is going to be the Oh Crimey Factor. Live with Crime Fighter. Uh, yes. Well, that was just for one episode. I'm not gonna. Hello. <laughs> <sighs> Couple items. First off, are you frustrated? Well, I'm nervous tonight. For our, I'm just on edge. 
Uh-oh. Anyway. Here we are. Um, first, this is a short little piece. World-famous flea market has been taken off of YouTube by YouTube, which I find to be yeah. outrageous. They claim they violated terms of service. I mean, if you go to their Facebook, I mean, um, YouTube page, they say they violated terms of service with the pre- Deceptive practices, spam, and what have you, which I find to be outrageous because we all knew what the flea market was. It was to lampoon ad wrestling matches from throughout the country, and somebody has succeeded in getting that channel pulled off the air from whining enough. That's ridiculous. Well, only for now. Only for now. Like I said last night, Crime Fighter, I said this to Steve and Katie. Uh, places like Butthurt Trash Bagger Network and uh, places like. Um, Botchamania. Botchamania yeah. and world famous flea market will never go away. They'll find a new platform. And I'm sure they have all the footage they have in the can. So it'll reappear. It'll all come back. It will take some time, though, because Daily Motion has a limit on how much you can upload a day. That's a pain in the ass. I've suggested Daily Motion because that's the second most trafficked video site behind YouTube. Yeah, YouTube YouTube has made some changes when it comes to wrestling, and they still are. They don't. They're they're, they're getting iffy on wrestling, and it's one of the things that's like, okay. Wrestling has been on YouTube for how long, and now we're going to raise a stink about it. Well, they've raised yeah. a stink about a whole bunch of things, and that's kind of the danger of putting too much power in the power of a couple of companies that are unaccountable to anybody. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, well, so go ahead and go to item number two. Uh, well, you've got three items. That's item number one. Item number two was about a trial that started this week. Unfortunately, I have no update about the, um, assuming you're talking about Richard Comanche, who uh, killed his child doing um, a powerbomb. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to look real quick. I did not see anything new posted today, but. Okay. That that wouldn't be surprising if they don't have any updates yet. The trial may still be going on. Um, and then the main reason that I brought Crimey here tonight is because somebody has gotten the attention of Sue Young. Somebody. Oh, oh really? So Young, uh, if you saw the news this today, um, then oh, DCW Ultra which is out of Southern okay. California. Right, yeah, that's the one that, uh, that's uh, Joe Cabibos, uh promotion, the uh, Sheik. And I'm well, originally, originally the show was called All Violence is Legal. Well, they also announced that um, Rip Swan has been signed for this event, and... Molly Woodward, of course, people may have just uh, did it on their own anyway, um, complained about it because, and really, kind of um, unfortunate combination 
They, PCW Ultra has renamed the show Sounding the Alarm because Rich Swan had a skirmish with uh, his wife so young mm-hmm. last December, which they had, which no charges were young? filed, and they have long since right. reconciled, and they're right. wrestling for Impact Wrestling now. Correct. Okay. My word yeah, word she's right. the current knockouts champion. Okay, 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 okay. I'm, I'm gonna. I need to catch myself up here. So you're telling me that Sue Young and Rich Swan are together? That's what I'm hearing right now. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And she was the one involved yeah. in the assault. Yeah. Sue Young right. has stayed with Sorry. Rich Swan, stayed Sorry. behind her man the entire time, and has been defending him from uh, well, the uh, Twitter mobs. That's, that's up to her. Which included Molly Woodward. Yes. Yeah. The, Molly Woodward, a.k.a. Moses Malone, the person that has been after Elgin for all of this time and the person that Elgin has a legal dispute with. Uh, We'll just leave it at that because that's what it's boiled down to. Um, But Elgin is getting more bookings, and Woodward is pissed about uh, Elgin getting more bookings. Yes. Some um, of them are even local. Okay, what's that? A few days ago, that... uh, Actually, yesterday, Michael Elgin Found it. has been booked. Has been booked for uh, Proving Ground Pro debut in Athens, Illinois, at the Boar's Nest on June the 30th. He'll be taking on Calvin Tankman. Laurie wasn't happy about that. Complained about it on Twitter. Well, she also complained about Rich Swan and. So Young had previously warned Molly Woodward to stop bothering her and her husband. Well, that latest public statement caught her attention, or several people let her know he, she said that, and she uh, told Molly Woodward in, no, in certain terms she's been warned. She did not listen. No need for DMs. I'll see you soon. Order, or she might just show up on her doorstep and read her the riot act. Oh boy! Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Well, Molly just keeps digging herself a whole. uh, She is digging herself an 18-foot grave at this point. Screw this normal six-foot grave. She has dug an 18-foot grave for herself. There ain't no climbing out of that. And I haven't even gotten to um, the information that was gotten from Drama Lama of Truth yet. (laughs) Uh There was an inquiry to uh, Michael Elgin's lawyer, uh, Stephen Krecke, asking if Woodward does have legal representation and Katie did you want to say something I kept hearing you no 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 oh, good okay I can continue uh, there's been questions about the 3,000 some odd dollars that Woodward raised with a GoFundMe account for her legal defense and not using it on a lawyer right and um, so she Woodward said, well, go ask Elgin's lawyer if I have legal representation, and somebody did. And right now she does not have a lawyer. All she has is a mediator. But the problem is 
Crack, Stephen Cracky wants a written authorization from Woodward that this mediator is representing her. Otherwise, he's not going to uh, communicate with this mediator about the case any further yeah. until he gets that letter. Okay. I was. Nice. So. Wow. Not spend money on the lawyer. Um, see what else is here? There's five questions. Um, um, the communications with the uh, media were relayed to the court because there was um, a grant of time extension for discovery. Uh, okay. Had a deadline to meet to uh, turn in um, information um, regarding this case, and she went to the courthouse unannounced and asked for an extension, which they ended up granting. Uh, Krecki, uh responded to that uh request with a statement or suggestion from the opposition. Holly Wardworth claims it was a hearing, but no, Krecky says no, it was not a hearing because unless there's an actual dispute of the uh, content starting discovery and the court would have to resume. Resolute, resolute it. Um, Anyway, she was she was due to turn in or respond to uh, discovery on May 29th, and extension was granted on June the 8th. She apparently got it in in time. Um, the Woodward also claimed that she didn't know where her client was. I mean, um, Elgin was. That was not true either. No. Um, no. Elgin's schedule has been has been very public. In fact, of course, uh, last Saturday night he was uh, in Japan winning the uh, Open uh, Neverweight uh, title. Yes, he did win the uh, New Japan Openweight Championship in front of 12,000 people. Um, Is she throwing a bitch fit about that, too? Oh, there's one other thing. The meteor contacted Cracky about the possibility of settlement and of course Cracky told her he cannot negotiate with her since he's not Miss Woodward's lawyer and he Cracky has only corresponded with Miss Woodward through uh letters letter correspondence but uh Woodward's not responded to letters though so concept of settlement oh apparently has been offered as a possibility but she's received or she's not responded to it. So, yeah, I doubt. Butchered, I doubt but, uh, the uh, text messages are all her. listed on dramalamaoftruth.com/mo. Orleans Elgin, and that's the line you can go read it for yourself. And oh my! Heard all this? Yeah. You better. Yeah. You might as and well. He also has a YouTube as well. So uh, yeah. you want it, you want that and a Twitter. At uh, Drama Llama. So, oh my God! Want to catch up on on all of this? That's the that's the person that uh, you need to be uh, following. And I hate wow. Twitter, by the way. Really <laughs> 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 tired of. Truth be told, I'm really tired of this whole mess. I wish this thing would be over with. I'm tired of. It's a <laughs> I'm tired of yeah. covering it. I'm not 
I'm not a Bill O'Reilly or Tucker Carlson or War Ingram or Sean Hattie type of a talk show host. Be doing this stuff every week. Or Anderson week. Cooper. They do it, but that's what they do for a living. Right. This is yeah. A hobby for me. Exactly. Um, I work for law enforcement, so I'm. I do well want to ask you while I have you on, how was Zero One USA down in Decatur? Uh, it was good overall. Um, it did not, unfortunately, they did not break uh, four digits. Uh, the the uh, benchmark was, um, gosh, I was hoping they'd at least reach uh, Newbury's mark of 750, but it was about 400 people in the building. Uh, for hey, the, that ain't uh, bad. Not too bad. Yeah, I mean, that still works. Um, that's a good – That's you know what, Crimey? You might be a little bit disappointed about that, but that's a damn good start. Um, yeah. If they, if they can go back there and, you know, granted they had Animal and Angelina Love already, but if they can go back there and spend a little bit more money uh, on advertising, then I think that they could really uh, turn some heads around because – there were a lot of people that knew about that show, but not everybody did. So um, I'm not saying that they did a horrible job promoting. That's not what I'm saying here. I'm saying they're going to have to do a better job to get those numbers up. I don't know what local advertising was done in Decatur, if TV ads were run or not. So I don't know how much advertising they did. They certainly had um, the uh, this video sign, or I guess the color sign in front of the convention center regularly showing zero-one advertisements to passing traffic. So, Well, and that's always a good thing, because let me tell you, a lot of people think that that's a senseless waste of money. If you get that on a busy road, because isn't the Civic Center indicator right downtown? Yep. So, you've got We'll call it 50,000 people driving 50,000 people driving on that road every week. It's probably more than that, but we're just going to take a rough estimate. So you've got 50,000 sets of eyes viewing that thing every time they drive up and down that street. It's going to get seen. Um, this is why I w- in Ashton, I always bought or rented from the local fire department their marquee to put out in front of the building because – I'm, 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 I'm telling you, banners and shit like that work big time. If you can get yep. that out in front, in front of somewhere that's really highly trafficked, you are going to make your money back because pe- people are going to see that. And there's a saying in advertising, they have, and Herb Simmons is with us, and Herb knows this saying because he's been around 40 years, and we'll get to that in a minute. They, they have to see it or hear it three times for it to be effective. If they don't see it or hear it three times, it's not going to get across. Yeah, you're going to get some people on the first or second time that are going to remember that. But the, no- the lucky number is three. Yep. Yep. Okay. It takes three repetitions of, a, of something for it to be um, learned by somebody. Sorry. And Herb, you... Herb, you've been around long enough. I mean, um, you, you've promoted 40 years, one of the longest uh, wrestling promoters, not only in the Midwest, but in Illinois. And, uh, you know, I know you have got the marquee outside of the East Crandolette Center that you frequently use. So, I mean, how many people do you have driving on the road that that's on? 
Well, we're we're a small community, so you know uh, we rely heavily on social media and, and the word of mouth because we're a, we're a rural area, so we don't have that traffic flow. But we have ran in uh, other towns in Springfield, Illinois, and places like that where you're, anytime you can get it out in the public side, that that that's your best advertisement. Because as you said, uh, uh, repeat uh, observation of it is what people say. They may see it once or twice then as they're driving down the road. But then, you know, anytime you three times or more, they're saying, hey, you know, I've noticed that every day I've come by or every week exactly. I've come by. So exactly. it's out I, there, you, you keep it out there. Uh, it, it, it's the mindset is what it is. And, and the uh, other thing that course, you've done, Herb, is you've gone, to, uh, this is the thing that I've done, and it's, I just noticed uh, that the company I started with in 2002 used to have banners from the local distributor. And I said, man, I wonder if they paid for those. I said, I'm going to go to the local distributor. If i got to pay a little bit for them, that's fine. I went to the local distributor. The local distributor gave me banners with Miller and Monster logos on them to put out around town advertising the event. And I didn't pay one cent for them. Well, and, and that's, I got a deal worked out uh, back in 1959, uh, longer than uh, probably a lot of your listeners or uh, a lot of you guys. Uh, first, let me thank you for guys asking me to be back on again tonight. But in 1959, the, the uh, sponsor of wrestling at the Chase was Anheuser-Busch, and I have been fortunate enough now the last couple of years to, to have them as my one of my sponsors, and they, they make my banners for me, my posters, and... Uh, and then their beer distributors actually, when they deliver their beer to the local uh, establishments, the bars and the restaurants, they take those along and and, uh, and put them in there. So it's kind wow. of a, uh, a hist- it's kind of a history thing that that we do. We're keeping the old uh, tradition alive uh, with the Anheuser Busch uh, logo on our posters, and uh, it shows that, that the history uh, is repeating itself. I. I, I didn't even know that, Herb, and, you know, I just went because I'm like, and I talked to a lot of promoters. I'm actually, you know, I started with RCW a couple weeks ago, and I've been talking to Frank about this. I said, if your venue serves alcohol, they're making money. Your local distributor is making money off of them selling alcohol because of your event. So nine times out of ten, if you go to that local distributor, they're willing to print banners for you because they're making money off the alcohol sale that they're selling to the venue for your event. Yeah, the the, the, the thing you got to remember, Dave, is, is something to take. Your wrestling has such a bad rap now because of the independent promotions that aren't doing it uh, anywhere near the right way. And so it's something that's an uphill battle. Every time I, I had a, a group call me just this week wanting to do a fundraiser, and they said, you know, we've heard all of the negativity of wrestling and what we see what you're doing. And so a group of them are coming down this Saturday to our show, and that's what I do. I invite them to come down. If you like it, fine. If you think it's for your organization, that's that much better. But come down, see what you like, and then forget about the, uh, the, the ne- negative stuff that you've heard and then have right. your own opinion. And that's the same way with your sponsors. If you've got a beer distributor that's with their weight in gold, uh, they're going to investigate that organization that's trying to sell them that bill of goods. And that's why we've been so – when I walk in and say, hey, this is what we used to do back in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 
with wrestling, Mr. J. Sam Much, Nick Larry Matisek, uh, the the Funk, the Briscoe, the Ted DiBiase. Uh, that's kind of the the hook right there. And then right. I take them in copies of the tapes that we've done. So you've got an established uh, product. Uh, well, and that's, when you get- that's a lot of thing. That's one thing that people don't do. I go in with a DVD. I don't. I don't use. I don't like to give them the copy of the last show because I'm selling that usually for twenty dollars currently. Uh-huh. So what I'll do is I'll give them a copy of our best of year one, which my best of year one features Kyle O'Reilly against Steve Carino and the Sheik against Silas Young and an NWA World uh, Women's Title match with Mischief against Nicole Matthews and really make the, you know, really focus on the wrestling and have them go in. This guy books good talent. I'm entertained, even if they're a wrestling fan or not. And this is a product to get behind because this kid knows what he's doing. If you're not doing that, if you're not, yeah, we've done that. Then what we've done is then we add in a little bonus to that. You know, we all have our local guys that are great or our guys that go out there and bust their butts. Uh, show after show, but then we throw in that extra legends match of, you know, here's Joey Funk Jr. in the SICW ring, or here's Ted DiBiase. Um, right. So we're covering the demographics of all the era of what made wrestling what it was, and, and that's what people like, you know. we got the, And that's why we have 80, 90-year-old people sitting in our matches, as well as people holding their young, small children in their arms because they're getting the great demographics of the old and the new. I will never forget, I can't remember which show it was. I think it might have even been my last show. There was an old woman there with a walker, and she got up and stood in one of the heels' faces and started swinging that walker around, and I said, holy shit, she's she's lethal grandma. <laughs> well, and, 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 well and, and that's when you know you got them hooked. And that's what you want. You want them coming back for more. And, and yep. you know, when I'm at the end of the night after a show like this Saturday night when we have our show, I'll try to stand at the door and people will tell me, well, you know, Mr. Simmons, you you, you, pull, you pulled another one over eyes. Just about the time we thought we had it figured out, you pulled a rabbit out of your hat. And, and that's just because they got a good group of guys in the locker room. And, of course, Larry Matasek uh, putting the matches and that together. You you know you want to keep them on the edge of their seat, and Absolutely. Uh, that's what keeps them, and that's what keeps them coming back time and time again. Well, and it's not see there are too many promoters out there in this day and age, Herb, that think that booking a promotion is just booking matches. They have no idea the psychology that goes behind it, well, and that's why they fail. That, anybody that's been in yeah. booking, and again, I'm not bragging, or I mean, I, I will brag a little bit. I don't like to do that, but. You know, anybody that knows anything about the business knows a, a successful promotion books backwards. I know where I want to be um, six months from now. And if everybody stays healthy, everybody stays with us, that's where we are going to end up at. Uh, and right. that's how it was done. The NWA did it for many, many years. It worked. It worked in mm-hmm. St. Louis for Sam Muchnick for all those years. And it continues to work for us. Uh, the, I don't know how these promotions that they show up on a Friday or a Saturday night or a Sunday afternoon say, okay, wrestler A is going against wrestler B. Go out there and do what you want to do. I don't know how they think they're going to be successful. And they're sitting there with 30 people in the audience. Uh, Bingo. More power to them. More power to them. Um, 
my time is more valuable to that, and I think the fans want to see more than that. I'm going to talk yeah. about this because I didn't get a chance to talk about this with you. And then, uh, Crime Fighter, you can leave when I'm finished with this because I do want you to touch on this. PWX ran at a strip club and an adult film store. I believe I told you about it before it happened. But they drew 30 people. And I asked the promoter, I said, so, I heard you had a great show. Oh, yeah, it was great. We had, we had a great crowd. 30 people is a great crowd. So my follow-up question was, how much money did you lose? And his response, Steve King can tell you, his response was, promoters sometimes lose money. I said, not the good ones. Please. 30 people? Well, You're calling that a good turnout? Um, really? Well, here, Come on here's now. Here's what I want, yeah, I want to say on that, and I... And I, and I want to say hi to Crime Fighter on the air because, you know, there's a guy that does um, his research and uh, he, he reports what uh, what is going on in the business. And But if, if wrestling is stooping to the level of having to go into strip clubs and, and bars like that, then I don't want no part of that. I mean, uh, to me, that's not wrestling. That's not what I've been doing for 44 years now. More power to the people who feel they want to do that. But if that's what wrestling is coming to, then I'm going to retire and uh, and just keep my memories. And if I want to see a good match, I'll throw in a Bruiser Brody against a Ric Flair, and I'll have a lot better time than they will. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Crime Fighter, you can say what you want to on this. I know you weren't in attendance, but you saw the pictures, and, you know, we, we talked is. about this. All I'll say is, yes, if somebody wants to run an adult-only wrestling show, that's a-okay with me. doesn't mean I'm going to buy a ticket to go to it. I know uh, Dreamwave did this uh, a couple of years ago and was successful at it. Um, this show was not advertised as adult-only. It was advertised as all ages, and it was not a wise move. Uh, the pictures you saw, yeah, most of the people, there was not a lot of people around the ring. There was a bunch of people, like, hiding in the gazebos around, on the ground. Gazebos? Yes. Gazebos. I mean, I looked at more pictures, and, like, there was gazebos way off in the distance, far away from the ring. Oh, oh, I don't know how many people were in there, but... But, Crime Fighter, when you you say they were successful, what, what... I would ask that you expound on what you mean. What you mean successful? I mean, could that same, even if they drew a hundred people, could they come back month after month and consistently draw a hundred people? I don't think they do. No. Dreamwave uh, has a thing called After Dark, and they would do it like every once in a while, and it was kind of a 9 p.m. Start time show, and they were able to uh, fill the fill the uh, facility full. Uh, the maximum occupancy was about 200 people. Their regular shows are were drawing like uh, 250 to 500, depending on, and it varied month to month. But right. They marketed and, and I mean, as that's the only show at a bar. And right. Yeah, but I mean, that's different I said, than this. I'd go to it. There will yeah, be people I, I, that... 
I think what I think what you're doing there with those type of shows, and again, more power to them. But those people that are coming there are coming there to drink the alcohol, not there for the storylines. Um, right. So I, and I think you're you're exposing yourself, you're exposing your insurance carrier to a, a liability because you know what happens when you when you have an atmosphere. It's okay to have a show in an establishment where you have alcohol, like we do in our community center. Uh, but we know when and when what time to shut people off. But when you have a bar setting, and I and I don't, I, I just came from having a few drinks myself, so I'm not against that. But when you have the tough guy standing in a bar that's looking at one of these workers, and what's the first thing they want to do? Oh, well, I can take that sob, blah blah blah. Your insurance company ain't covering you for that, I can tell you. The, no, you know, you know, so, so, so I, I think you're exposing something that most of these guys who wake up one morning and say they want to be a promoter. They haven't even, if they've got insurance, they haven't even looked at their insurance policy. They nope. couldn't tell you what's covered, what's not covered, and and that's the scary part about this whole deal. And then you've got these young men and women going out there trying to get in the ring and to farm farm, and uh, it, it, it's you know it, there's a difference between being successful and being a you know hey I'm going to be an independent promoter one day. Right. I know Dreamwave had a very good security staff and could handle it, anything so. And Jay well, that was the, is a member that's the difference. Most most people don't even have security, and everybody goes, "Sean, you didn't really have security." I had a couple people that were trained enough to know if somebody got out of line, they were going out of the building willingly or unwillingly. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, there, there were a couple that have been with me since the beginning that know if shit gets out of line or if we got shit that goes down, they're going to have my back. They're going to have my guys, workers back. Guys, yep. in, 40, yeah. in 44 years, mm-hmm. I have that's never put anybody out of a wrestling show. Never put anybody that's, out of a wrestling show. That's as long as I've been alive. That's a long time. <laughs> it's a long time. Never put, never put anybody out of a wrestling show because you know why? The workers set the stage of the night, and I've got some of the best. I've got the Curtis Wilde, the Volatile one. i got Flash Flanagan. I had people like Ron Powers. I had people like Bruiser Brody, Abdullah the Butcher. Never, ever put anybody out of a wrestling wow, show. Eh? Now, I'm not, saying, I'm not saying I haven't had somebody get overexcited, but I've had people walk up and say, hey, come on, you know, this, this is a show, you know. You explain to them. When you got to brag about starting to put people or i got a staff of security that can put anybody out, I disagree with that. I think we're painting the wrong picture of what we're trying to do. <sighs> I've only, I have never had to remove anybody from a show, but there were a group of people that were going around and trying to tear down one of my events, and I banned them. I said, if you're. you're, That was your your opposition. Right. And I mean, and I never wanted to have to do that. Believe me, Herb, I'm not that type of guy. You can ask Steve. I'm not that type type of guy. But if you're going to come and destroy what I've got going. Different story. Different story. Yeah. You know, my thing is, I say, hey, let the opposition come and see what we're doing. Maybe they'll learn something. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we'll see how things are done. Yeah. So maybe they'll see how professional it is. Maybe they'll see how we play the national anthem before the show starts. I mean, I've seen some of these organizations don't even give the respect to play the national anthem, and that's their choice if they don't want to. You don't come to an SICW show unless you 
listen to the national anthem at the start of the show. It's Bingo. simple. That's my that, that's my prerogative, and that's what we're going to continue to do. No, uh, and uh, you know there are there are times that that's gotten away from me because you're on such a time constraint, and the the you've got somebody there that wasn't trained on sound that has to fill in for sound, and the first thing he does is get ready for to throw on the first match, and yeah, then he forgets the national anthem, and then you got to guess what happens. You guess, one of the biggest things that all independent promoters have that goes wrong is the sound system. We've had that happen, but guess what? Our crowd sings the national anthem, a cappella. <laughs> wow. And, and they sound, sometimes they nice. sound better than the music. <laughs> <laughs> so, that reminds I mean, me, uh, I need to memorize every line. And make, <laughs> or at least no. Hey, guys, hey guys, I, guys I, got another, I, got a, I got another podcast I got to do here real shortly, but I appreciate the invite on. Right. Uh, if, any, okay. if anybody's in our area. This Saturday, we've got our big Father's Day uh, weekend, uh, Saturday night, a great card. Uh, we're coming off of a big sellout from last month, and uh, the saga continues with uh, our championship title. we got a big tag match. we got Curtis Wilde, who won the Bruiser Brody Battle Royal in action, going against the King of Chaos, Ricky Cruz. So if anybody's in the East Carolina, Illinois area, stop on by, be my guest. Hey, there you go. Sounds awesome. Herb, thanks. Thank well, you so much. Thank you really much. appreciate it. Thank you, Uncle Herb. It's always a pleasure to be on the show. Thank you. And Herb Simmons, one of the longest-running wrestling promoters in all of Illinois and the Midwest. He's joined by Tony Casta of MMWA, and he's joined by Frank Rude, who has been promoting since 1987. So those are Frank the three... Frank. Frank Root used to come to my shows in Belleville, Illinois, and bring 22 people on a church bus every uh, once a month on a Thursday night. Wow. Mm. Yes. Ask Frank. He'll tell you about that. Frank's a good guy, and I'm happy he's doing good in Litchfield. And, uh, but uh, I've talked to Frank a couple times in the last couple of months. Uh, I'm, I'm glad he's feeling better. But that's where I first met Frank when he showed up. He had a church bus and 22 people. He'd buy the first row of seats out uh, once every Thursday night. Well, if you're not running July 21st, Herb, he's got a huge show with Bob Wharton Jr. in Quincy, Illinois. Unfortunately, that's the night I got Kevin Sullivan coming in to do the wrestling seminar. Oh, that's right. Tokyo. Oh, my God. That's Ooh, right. Because yeah. I was going to stop by and meet Kevin. I need to talk to yeah. you outside of the podcast to see what time Kevin's going to be in. Because if we can swing by through there and I can meet Kevin real quick on my way to uh, Quincy, if I'm going that way, man, would that be cool. Yep, that's uh, Kevin and I. Uh, we uh, spent some time in Vegas together. We, I've been trying to get him in for the last couple of years, and our schedules wouldn't wouldn't work. But uh, this is a two for one. Him and uh, Tokyo Monster Cahagas will be doing the seminar that afternoon before the show. And you know, we've got about uh, 18 uh, um, people who are either in the business or are thinking about getting into business so far. And if anybody's interested in coming down for $25, you're going to get to hear from uh, the Taskmaster and the Tokyo Monster, and then you're going to get in the ring and find out what it's really like to be in there against a couple of professionals. Um, I'm not sure I want to do that. I'll pay the $25, and I'll just sit there and listen to Sullivan because I'm, I'm, I'm retired from the ring. I'm sure he could teach me a thing or two about managing. I still do that on occasion. But I just want yeah. to sit there and kind of learn from him and be able to pick his brain uh, for a couple minutes on promoting and booking and because – a lot of people don't realize, Herb, and you know this, that man was the driving force behind NWA, FCW, and WCW. 
Well, and that's the thing. There's not many of the Kevin Sullivan's uh, uh, left anymore in the world that has the knowledge and has what he's done. And so that's why uh, we're uh, biting the bullet to get him in here. And uh, it's going to be a good time. I just talked to him today, got his flight and everything all lined up. He's actually coming in town on that Friday. So we'll spend some time together doing some last-minute radio stuff, and uh, we'll see how it plays out. Well, if he's got some extra time, we would love to have him on this podcast. Okay, I'll yeah, see what we'll I can do. do. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. We'll do, we'll do you. a Friday night to do him to get him on. <laughs> Thanks so much, Herb. Thanks. All right, Thanks, there you there you have it. You, we might just uh, get somebody that uh, Steve and I have been dying to get on this program because Steve oh, and I are both huge yeah. fans of his booking. This man was, yeah. could book – he could book a paper bag against a broom and draw money. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, remember, this is the guy who was behind probably before the four horsemen behind one of the biggest – Angles, one of the biggest groups that drew some of the most most heat in professional wrestling at the time, the Varsity Club. That's correct. Oh, the Varsity Club. So, Crime yeah. Potter, I don't know if you're going to go down and meet Sullivan, but if you do, uh, you might want to snag an interview with him. If you, I don't know if I can get an interview with him, but with Kevin. Yeah. Try me if you try me if you get if you really get the chance that would be really awesome if you did that that'd be incredible. I mean that would that would be an excellent there because they usually fill that building before you even get a before the walk up crowd even has a chance. (laughs) Well, talk to Herb and see if you can come in early or if he's got some time Friday night with uh, Kevin Sullivan and see if you can record even thirty minutes for your show. Because man, the, you That's you get incredible. good thirty minutes out of him, and you could you could make it on whatever you wanted. You could have him talk thirty minutes on booking. You could have him talk thirty minutes on his career. I mean, you could go so many different ways with that, and and I know it'd get ratings. I know it would it would boost your your ratings on the TV show and oh, on yeah. YouTube. I'm not too worried about how many times my videos are viewed. Just as long as it gets to three, that's fine. All right, let me run down the weekend shows for you. Dynamo okay. Pro Wrestling, and this is at, this is adults only because it's at the Bar in St. Louis, which is not for kids, so it's 3108 Locust Street, and that's on Friday night, the 15th. Glory Pro Wrestling in Swansea on Sunday, the 17th, with a 2 p.m. start at the Swansea Improvement Association. Pro Wrestling Championship Series in Oakton, Illinois on Saturday the 16th at the Spalding Club. SICW, of course, is in East Karen Kalondalet. I call it Karen Dallet. <laughs> at the Community Center, Saturday the 16th. World Powerhouse Wrestling in Collinsville, Illinois at the Veterans of Foreign Wars Hall. And World Wrestling Entertainment comes to Peoria, Illinois on Friday night at the Peoria Civic Center and Saturday night in Champaign, Illinois at the State Farm Assembly Hall. And CIPW ended up being canceled for the weekend. So that's the show's happening. Huh. Well, thank you for that. Uh, I know you have got some other things you have got to get doing um, or get done. Uh, Sorry. Oh, (laughs) 
And I appreciate you coming on and uh, clearing the air for us and uh, sticking with yep. us for about the last hour. So have a good night, Crime Fighter, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon, sir. All right. Bye. Yep. Take it easy, bros. We're going to get right, ready boys. to take our take break. break. Uh, I got I it. And I've got it. And I've got it. Uh-uh, up I have it. No, 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 that's you nice. I'm playing a song. Night, I don't care. I have a song already picked, and I'm playing it. You guys got to talk. I got to pick the song. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, There's go no ahead. no room for me to say a word, so enjoy Smooth Criminal by Alien Ant Farm. I didn't hear my... Let's 
Tax Refund Promotions presents Professional Wrestling, a show that will not actually happen. Starring pictures of former WWE, Impact, and Ring of Honor stars that we're going to put on our poster just to lure you suckers into the building, even though they will not actually be appearing. Featuring the pictures of the real wrestlers, who will just be local jabronis that we're getting for a hot dog and a handshake. All this will take place inside of the neighborhood bar that we're getting for the cost of a case of beer. And the ring will be our homemade wooden ring because, no, we can't afford a real, actual, safe wrestling ring. Liability insurance? You must be crazy. We can't afford that either. I'm not getting that much of a refund check back. All we can really afford is the beer and the posters. So, Mommy... Get my tax refund check ready and get it signed over to me because I want to hurry up and play wrestling promoter. Tax refund wrestling not coming soon to a location near you. You want to be a professional wrestler but are tired of waiting to hit the ropes? Feel like you're ready to wrestle in the main event just by watching an episode of SmackDown? Well, come to the Kaj Hills Wrestling Alliance, where no experience is necessary. Step in our ring and spend as much or as little time as you want. Get yourself ready, and we'll book you in all our events. Only you know best when you're prepared to conquer the world. Don't spend months and years sliding on their arrogant prima donna veterans who have you paid put up and take down the ring. Join us CHWA and you'll be wrestling front millions when we broadcast your matches live online. CHWA, where training is optional because we share your desire to live your fantasy right now. Call us today. Have you ever wanted to become a wrestler, a referee, or a manager? Well, then you got to come and join us at Welfare Wrestling. We got some of the best trainers around. They've trained it. Northwest Georgia Championship Wrestling, Southwest Florida Championship Wrestling, Alabama Championship Wrestling, and all them other there championship wrestlings. And we charge $10 worth of food stamps that our weekly show is behind Myrtle's Trailer Park. And that's what you get paid, food stamps. That way you can come and wrestle, and then you can go over to Floyd's and buy yourself that T-bone steak for $1.50. So come on down to one of our weekly training sessions, Monday nights, Wednesdays, right after church, and Friday nights. Come to the training camp right behind Goober Piles Gas Station, maybe area RFD. We'll be looking forward to seeing you. Y'all come down now, here. All right. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, W, R. Lamb on the Grave Show Network on Nickelodeon on the Oscars on the Grammys. You are listening to the Warlord of Weird, Sin Bodie. Over and under, over and out. Roger Dodger, look both ways before you look across the street and skate on thin ice while running with scissors. Peace. Yeah. Wow. That man is that man is still is still crazy as I'll Sin get out. Yep. Yep. Uh, definitely. Wow. Great guy. Great guy. <laughs> um, all right. Well, 
Alright, so where so we should so where do we want to go from here, guys? Um you know what? Uh, well, I'll tell you what I do wanna I do wanna um make I do wanna um talk about uh a show. If you have if you have got um uh showtime and uh you can uh get uh showtime the showtime anytime app uh, I highly recommend that um you watch the uh Mauro Ronaldo documentary Bipolar Rock and Roller before Saturday night. Um there's some there's some uh scenes in it that are you know well I shouldn't say scenes. They you know took uh a lot of uh home video from from Moro and you know he talk he talks about uh living with bipolar disorder and how it has affected his life both positively and negatively. And mm-hmm. I mean there are some there are some scenes there are some scenes that are uh disturbing. I will I will admit that. Um but um you know, the overall I think it's very positive and it shows you, you know, where, you know, how he has survived well, not just survived, but thrived and works you know, within within the parameters of his condition to be one of the top announcers in our industry. So and Sean, you kind of you kind of blew that when you uh, when you originally typed in, so we already know who it is. Well, that's only if you looked at the switchboard, ladies and gentlemen. Um, our mystery mean, guest. Is... Mystery guest, and somebody spelled mystery wrong. <laughs> ladies yeah. and gentlemen, please welcome our mystery guest. Mystery guest, say hello. Who's hey guys, that? how you doing? Who's that? Hey. It's Rob, Go. how are you, brother? Who is that? Hey, good. Pop, Papa Stro's in the house. How you guys doing? Hey, Stro, what's up, man? <laughs> hey, you guys doing okay? Yeah. Oh, better doing now. Excellent, man. Doing excellent. Good to have you back on again, good brother. Good to hear you. Blessed to be here. Blessed to be here. So you are uh, you are still podcasting yourself on your I believe it's your WCW podcast. Um. So talk yeah, to us about yeah. that, man. Uh, you you've been going strong with that. We're almost coming up on our five year anniversary, and it just seems like forever ago that we talked to you. Right? Oh my God. Yeah, WCW Retro uh, every Wednesday at nine. Um, the VOCNation.com network. Yeah, it's, it's going really cool, and you know it's great seeing some of the past WCW alumni call in. Uh, catch up with uh, what's happening. We talk about what's happened today, and like review some matches from yesteryear. So uh, it's really cool. You know, it's like past, present, and the future come together on the on the podcast. Mm. Super, super. Wow. And that's not the only thing you've been doing. You're uh, involved in a uh, rather unique series. And I've I've seen I've seen a few episodes of this thing. Why don't you uh, go ahead and tell everybody about about this little uh, interesting uh, show that you're involved in? Yeah, actually, uh, I've been um, 
been acting a lot of television and film within the past uh, recent years, and uh, the series uh, that I'm currently involved in is a supernatural series called the Dust Series. And nice. Uh, vamp- vampires, werewolves, sniper, arbitrage, the character. Oh, the show Steve. Supernatural? Did you say Supernatural? Yeah. Yeah, the yeah, show? very similar to Supernatural. Yeah, the Supernatural oh, similar series. similar to it. Okay. Is similar yeah, to it, or is it? Uh, it's very similar to it. It's called the Dust Series. Okay. But it has a lot, a lot of your supernatural phenomena involved uh, with vampires, werewolves, witches, ghosts, uh, angels, and celestials. And, you, and I, I betray the character known as the Chief, who's the Grim Reaper of, of the series. So uh, it's been an awesome season thus far. It's currently going on right now, and they have their own Facebook page. Uh, you, watch, you can catch up on the episodes and watch future ones at facebook.com slash dustseries, D-U-S-K series. And it, it's really cool, and and they've got a great cast and crew. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, and the and the amazing thing, awesome. and the cool thing about it is a lot is a is a lot of the times you actually can watch the episodes live as as they take as they take place. Mm-hmm. Which absolutely, is, yeah, the, yeah. I mean, this is strictly a Facebook oh um, broadcast series, which is very unusual, but. Uh, it definitely, it really, it really works. It really works. These guys are also in talks with syndication. You know, they're in talks with like Hulu, uh, possibly in talks with Netflix and Don't Sounds Swim, cool. and, and for the syndication too as well. So I mean, it, it's just like watching live theater, actually online. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, tell you know, talk to us about the people behind this because I mean I I read I read some of this stuff uh, through you know through your page uh, before before I you know picked up on it and watched it uh, and that so you know tell you know tell us a little bit about how you know they came up with the uh, concept of concept. doing this and 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 doing it like this particular you know the way that they're doing it. Well, all, all this was pretty much the brainchild of our uh, director and writer, uh, Ron, Ronald Rossman Jr., who's uh, pretty much he, he's a book author and writer too, as well as a, a, a cosplayer uh, for different Comic Cons. So I mean, he put him with masters and all this together. I mean, and our cast is such a, a array, a, a motley crew of different uh, backgrounds and personalities. Like Cassie Page, for example, who plays Celeste, she's a uh, R&B and a country music artist, and she just recently won our Artist of the Year, musically. Mm-hmm. Uh, Very and, cool. Uh, she's getting ready to come up with a new album soon. Uh, Steve Steve Russ, who plays Nathaniel, he's the actual sword fighter, along with uh, Wolf Hayden, who, who plays Gabriel. Uh, you, and you have Brandon Hims, who plays Alexander. He's also he does stuff behind the scenes as well as acting with the cinematography. Um, uh, Alyssa Page, who plays portrays Mal, a uh, uh, great theater actress, uh, as well as uh, Zana, and uh, just the whole cast and crew is just like a different, you know, different backgrounds that, that just come together to make this this story what it is. And, and uh, we're in season two of it right now, and, and segueing it for upcoming season three, which, uh, from my understanding, is going to be even more intense. <laughs> so uh, things wow. are really stepping up, and uh, it, it's one heck of a story. And uh, but yeah, it, it it's basically the stories is about uh, all the supernatural phenomena at odds with the vampires, at odds with the with the werewolves, and 
and now they're having to choose sides as to <laughs> of a story as to, as to who sides with humanity and who doesn't. And so everybody has like it's kind of like a Game of Thrones in which everybody has an agenda, if you will, and just really, right, uh, really one, really one true. Uh, hero of, of the story, which uh, just like as Jon Snow would be the the hero with uh, Game of Thrones, where we have Osiris, who's, who's uh, the one true hero in in our, in our story. Which uh, I'm like, you know, I that's the chief chief has his agenda. The vampires, the werewolves, they all have their agenda. Mal has their agenda. Celeste, but Osiris is like like <laughs> you know. Of, of, of all of us being scoundrels, he's like the one true like hero of the story, right? And but the, even then, like in this past episode with myself as the chief and Osiris, you with the the story starts to do a lot of twists and turns, if you a lot of swerves, and it makes you wonder who's really the villain and who is the hero. <laughs> you know, what I mean? so it, wow. it it really keeps you guessing. It really keeps you guessing, well, but it's a really and and on top of that, game. Papa Stro is still taking wrestling bookings here and there. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Still doing back with the wrestling thing, doing really good with that. Uh, various promotions around the country, some occasionally overseas, you know where I can. But um, I got two films coming out, too, actually. Uh, one with C. Thomas Howell called The Rack Pack. The oh, family nice. Uh, Randy Jones is in it. Um, David Shifter. It's the story of Daryl Rackley and the Rack Pack uh, growing up. It's a true story in which uh, C. Thomas Howell, myself, and Tom Gore, and Thomas Sturzer were all thieves. We take, uh, we kidnap their dad, right? And they come after, they come after us to save their dad in, in the story, right? So it, mm-hmm. it's a fun family film, and the kids just great, by the way. And the other film's called Sacred Hearts, which is a Christian-based film, and which uh, cool. adds a really cool message behind that as well. So yeah, yeah, I'd be looking out cool. for the rack back in Sacred Hearts as well. Nice, nice. That's awesome. That is so awesome. Well, uh, just, oh, uh, so I forgot, I forgot. I forgot to tell you guys. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I have a music video I'm I'm starting oh. also that you can uh, watch on YouTube by the band So It Begins, and the single's called Retaliation. So it's on YouTube. Just type in So It Begins and then Retaliation. It takes you straight to the music video. Uh, it stars Alex Zadra, uh, Eli Doubletap, and myself, in, in which we recreate the whole Punisher story in the music video. So. Nice. Oh, sweet. <laughs> you better find that. <laughs> well, I know what's getting uploaded on our soundboard within the next couple weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you guys dig it. If, uh, if you guys seen the Punisher movie, you pretty much know the whole storyline behind it. So. Mm-hmm. Go nice. watch Punisher. Go watch Netflix on Punisher. Go watch. Yeah, that was oh, yeah. that was insane. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool, you know. It's really cool seeing Shane portray the Punisher role. Yeah, uh, I, I, I totally oh my dig goodness. it. You know, don't even. I, I had I had my bearded dragon out today, and she has a Daryl Dixon vest for her heart. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's awesome. Oh yeah, this is a Walking Dead household, big time. Oh, oh yeah, I, I, I love I love I love Rick and Negan are my my boys, man. You know oh. what I mean? What do you think? What do you think? What do you think Maggie's going to do now that that Rick has said Negan's not being killed? What do you think Maggie's going to do? That's very interesting. Oh, you know, I don't think yeah, I don't think she's going to be a full-fledged villain, but 
It makes you know. The guy, if you look at it from her side, man, she she watched her husband get brutalized yeah. right in front of her by Negan. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh-huh. in the way you can see, and, and Rosita, from, Rosita watched Abraham go too, as did Sasha. That's right. And Sasha but, got but, got to almost kill Negan. <laughs> but if you if you notice Rosita, she's she's doing a different take than um, mm-hmm. Maggie is. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and and. And Negan, that wasn't the only guy Negan did that to. He tortured all these people, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. He threw, he threw that one guy, the doctor, into the freaking furnace. Remember that? Oh, my God. Yeah. Freddy Krueger, you're at. Right? Uh, well, at, least, at least Eugene made good in the end. That's all I have to say. Now, do we all yeah. are we all in agreement that the new <laughs> Halloween may be a little bit overdone? What do you mean? I haven't seen it yet. Well, it's not out yet. It comes out in October, but I've seen the preview Can't for wait. it. And what, the new Halloween? I haven't seen it yet. Jimmy, Jimmy Lee Curtis. Jimmy G. Curtis reminds me of the. She, now she reminds me of the grandma in Any Which Way But Loose. That 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 oh, shot, shotgun on the porch against the motorcycle gang. Come on, <laughs> that? you really you really got to give it to Jamie Lee Curtis. She still looks good and she's still hot, and I don't care what anybody. She looks says. great. Oh my God. I always loved her. Always loved her. <laughs> so I can't wait to see. I, mean, I can't wait to see her, her in the new Halloween movie either. But she's gonna be the badass, hey, just like the grandma the shooting the motorcycle gang. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't wait. It's and they're getting the Mike Myers, right? They're getting the Mike, Mike Myers to play Mike Myers. Is that? Is I that think cool? that that's that's you what I heard. Mike Myers, really? Wow. Mm. That'd be interesting. That'd be really cool. That's the way that, that it needs to be done. I was a fan of Rob Zombie's take on it. Don't get me wrong, I but like Rob Zombie's yeah, take yeah, yeah. Okay, what anybody says. And uh, for those, while we're talking a little bit of movie news, just waiting for one of our guests to call in that just messaged me, um, you know, The Devil's Rejects 2 is in the process of being filmed. I've been seeing scenes of that, man. Yeah. I cannot wait for that. That is going to be, like, the first one, man, that was, like, House of a Thousand Corpses, and that were some really messed up, dark stuff. And then if you saw his movie 34, that was some really messed up dark stuff. If you've never seen the movie 34, do yourself a favor, go rent it. I just did a movie. I, did, I just did a movie with the guy that played the sheriff in uh, Double mm. Reject. The wow. The oh, nice. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and 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 in, in the movie we did, he actually plays uh, the the corrupt sheriff, just in a pretty similar role to what he did. That was great. The movie's called Checkpoint, the action military film, and 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 he pretty much played portrays the same role. I, I was like, this is so cool because you know I, I watched him play the same role in Devil's Rejects. It was amazing. That, I, I can't uh, think of his name to save my life, but I mean, he was awesome. That uh, that that is going to be a movie if they come out with another one that is going to be messed up. If you've never seen Thirty Four, you get an idea of what goes on in the mind of of uh, Rob Zombie, and he's he's got a very tortured mind because the, well, the game. Yeah. Do, then he can do another Jason movie. 
Okay? <laughs> I don't care. Somebody's going to give me an... Okay, I, don't get me wrong. Okay, I had... You can laugh at me all you want. I had an unreal... We do that already. Fear, un, an unreal, unnatural <laughs> fear of Mike Myers. Yeah, they do. I had an unreal, unnatural fear of Mike Myers. I couldn't even see the mask. I couldn't... Yeah, I just couldn't do it, but... William Forsythe, that's his name. William Forsythe, I'm sorry. Yeah, William Forsythe. I could think of his name. Yeah, yeah. The the movie I I did was called Checkpoint, but he portrays the same role as he did in Devil's Rejects. It was pretty awesome. Wow. Katie couldn't see. I like Jason Moore. Jason. (laughs) Jason Voorhees. Damn right, man. (laughs) Kind of love the villains, right? Yeah, all of the villains. I do, I do appreciate the Halloween story because I, I, I like, as I just stated, I love the main heroine of the story. So, King Lee Curtis, wherever you are, can't wait. That's, that's why the end of <laughs> Rogue again, One with Darth Vader was like, you know, you know, you know, you know what other okay. hot old broad? Okay, another hot old broad, Carol from okay. Walking Dead, God. or other known, otherwise known Carol. as Carol. Oh, she's hot. Carol, <laughs> Carol, hot old broad, <laughs> hot old broad. Carol's <laughs> scary, man. Carol is scary. Yeah. <laughs> oh lord. Carol yeah. Murray. What are you What are you guys talking about on the WCW podcast? Yeah, I want to. Uh, well, at, at WCW Retro, I mean, we just talk about like uh, you know we talk about the latest happenings in the wrestling world, and we we go like go yeah. international, and we like talk about the old school <clears throat> matches, some of my favorite old school matches every week, and and it's interesting what people come up with, with their callers come in with their favorite old school matches and stuff, and we elaborate on that. So yeah. You know what we were talking about yesterday that I'd like to talk with you now about? We were talking last night about WCW's first bash at the beach and how bringing in Hulk Hogan made them jump 10,000 numbers in attendance. The pay-per-view before Hulk came in had 4,000. The pay-per-view after Hulk came in had 4,000. When they did the rematch of Flair versus... uh, Hogan and Halloween Havoc in the cage, they were able to draw 14,000 again. But Bash at the Beach drew 14,000, and Halloween Havoc of that year drew 14,000. I didn't look into the December pay-per-view. I'm not sure if they had one that year. Um, This would have been, I believe, 94, so I don't believe they had a full pay-per-view schedule yet because they didn't know what direction Bischoff was going to take the damn thing. So pay-per-view companies Mm -hmm. at at that particular time... We're not open to giving you a 12-month schedule on their pay-per-view. Uh, yeah, what am, what amazing, amazing, like you said, it's amazing numbers. And I mean, as, as great as those numbers were, and, and great as the draw that was during that time, can you imagine if, if like years before, if they actually had a Ric Flair Hulk Hogan match at a WrestleMania? I mean, that would. We were talking about that too. Ric Flair revealed why yeah. he did not have a match with Hogan. And it's because they weren't in the same place to make the match happen. He went back to NWA and WCW, and Hogan stayed there for a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it, it, it never happened, but it would have made a great WrestleMania match. Or let's, oh, let's even be honest here. 
I would have liked to seen Flair versus uh, Rude. That would have been good. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Ultimate Warrior wasn't the greatest worker, but I think he would have worked well with Flair. I think Flair could have controlled him. I think so, too. Right, right. I mean, you know, that's that's one of the things we got. And then you you look back at all the history that WrestleMania has, and you go, man, you know who was never a part of this? Sting. And you're like, holy shit, exactly. there, were, there were so many guys that Sting could have had a killer match with. I agree. And, oh uh, you know, it's just sad that we never got to see that um, because Sting was the franchise player for WCW. Through and through. Imagine. Can you imagine if Long Sting during that time crossing over WWE and some of the potential matchups he could have had? It would have been huge. Oh yeah, amazing. All the possibilities. Right. I mean, him, him versus, him versus Bret Hart, him versus Owen Hart, him versus, uh, you know, whoever they pushed at that time. I mean, him versus Austin. Let's face. Let's let's break that down. That would have been an insane match. Dream match. Right. Especially, yeah. you know. Uh, it, uh, I mean, Steve could come up with some dream matches for Sting. I'm sure. Oh my we God! Yeah, same, I mean, Sting and Undertaker. You know. Sting and Steamboat. Well, Sting and Steamboat wrestled each other at. Uh, WCW back in the day. I never got to see them wrestle, so hush. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yo. I'm meeting Steamboat this weekend. I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Steamboat's a great guy. Great guy. Mm -hmm. Awesome. One of the nicest guys in the business. Yep. She's she's, going to try not to hump his leg, uh, Papa. No, no. Okay, no, no, no. Hold on a second. It's not me you have to worry about humping wrestlers' legs. That's Bernadette. Me, you have to worry about not peeing my pants. <laughs> I'm, I'm a crier, you know. I'm, you can't grab... Okay, my girlfriend's coming with me to see Steamboat. Becca, you can't grab his bum. You can't. You can't do it. Oh, I asked a friend. I asked a friend what I should wear. She goes, "Well, he's still married to Benita Steamboat." And I'm like, "Well, yeah." He goes, "Well, you better run, wear underwear then, just in case." Yeah, I know. Shape, oh, trust me, I know. He's lucky he's still to be that. I think my husband. Well, that's, uh, that's you know, one of those things. We got cheated out of some really high-potential matches. Um, and if you're not watching Bruce Pritchard's Something Else to Wrestle With, you are missing out because the stories that they're allowing that guy to tell, uh, I didn't think we'd hear anywhere else but on his podcast. And I never imagined they'd be on the WWE Network. Because... Yeah, you know, yeah, I got to catch up. It's been a while since I've listened, so. Oh God, some of the stories he's telling. Uh, I think one of the sh- shows he did just recently was WWE's retake on ECW, and all how that all failed. And 
how it all came to be and, and why it came to be because they finally had enough of hearing Paul Heyman say, well, sir, if we were to do this with ECW, they got tired of it and they said, fine, here's your shot. But they didn't give, they did not give Paul full reign. And that was a mistake. Um, so it was a failed attempt. I personally still, if you could ever make it happen, there's still enough of the legends around to make it happen. You need to do a WCW one night stand. One night only. That'd be nice. <laughs> I, I, I said that when they, you know, when they did the one night stand of ECW, I was like, okay, but what about WCW? Oh, that'll never happen because he was Vince's direct competition. But it should happen. Come on now. There are fans out there that would pay to see that. And you've got enough of them out there still that could still do it. Ricky and Robert still wrestle. You still wrestle. Sting could probably pull off another match, maybe. No, Um, no, he can't anymore. um, There's that. But you still got enough of the WCW crew around that you can make something happen. Well, absolutely. And it, yeah. it's just sad that nobody, you know, WWE never gave us that that option as fans to buy a WCW One Night Stand pay per view. It sucks. Heck, they just had a start. They just had a Starcade where Arn Anderson ran in and gave a spine buff to the Ziggler. <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. Dude, yeah. I love oh, yeah. I love Arn was always great. Yeah. Arn was Stop always crunching. great. Stop crunching. <laughs> Quit your crunching. All right. Um, well, Stro, I know you're limited on time, so if you have to depart us uh, at any point, just let us know. And, um, you know, it's one of those things. For the crunching. <laughs> it's one of those. It's one of those things now in the wrestling business that the state of the wrestling business in some places has just gone sad. We had a promotion here in Illinois that ran outside of a strip club and an adult film store oh, and ran the event oh, all okay. ages. Yeah, yeah, like was like Ro- like was about Ron Jeremy there. Like about. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. But they were about five hundred feet from a glory hole. Maybe that's why. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, that's funny stuff right there, you know. Oh, in all in all my years doing this, I've never seen something like that. And uh, to do it all ages, oh, come on out and bring the kids. We're gonna have strippers and booze, and you can win an adult. You can win. You can win some porn, and come on down to the local glory hole. And don't worry about the kids. Don't worry about the kids. We got we got child size body size condoms for them. Don't be worried about that. We got them too. And and ladies, ladies, thing- we, ladies, wait. And ladies, ladies, we got we got all the dildos and 
and fun gloves you could want and batteries. Batteries always have scads and batteries. We'll give you we will give you a full case of battery for every purchase over twenty dollars. Yes, that's right. Twenty dollars lady will get you a case of batteries. We got you. We got you. Don't worry. We got you and you'll be safe. <laughs> God, can, can, you, can you imagine Rick Rude being booked in that car? Good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think he'd be over at the glory hole or in one of the booths jerking out to some porn. <laughs> oh, he'd be at the titty club. Yeah, I'd be at but, the titty club. Yeah. Can you imagine, you know, what, what I'd like to have right now? He'd do, he'd do a better dance than the girls would. Hey, <laughs> man, you know what? You know what? And, and, and I'd, be, I'd be cheering him on. I'd be there at the titty club cheering him on. Watching, wow. him, dance, watching him dance for the titties. <laughs> hey, I like the ladies. Uh, I don't care. All right. That's, the, yeah. that's some good stuff right there. <laughs> that's um, oh, you know you, that's uh, the only thing that they needed to do was play ring around the dildo for the kids and uh, have a bounce out. Okay, okay, okay. Made okay, we're talking, okay, so are you saying that we're instead of ring toss, it's going to be ring toss over a dildo? Is that is that what we're saying here? Yes. Wow. Yes. Okay, so cock rings instead of rings, you know, so we be cock ring toss. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> guys, oh, guys. Hey, they're hey, version of Nitro Girls. Yeah. <laughs> whether 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 you whether and whether you win or lose, you will be taking the cock ring home with you because nobody wants to touch that up. You've done that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yo, yo. Hey, hey, hey guys, hey. guys. Remember, remember. Stro is a Christian. Let's kind of you know, chill sorry, a little bit Stroh. here. I'm sorry, Stro. I'm, 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 actually, this is me keeping it clean. So. <laughs> House made of boobs. You know, a booby bounce house. What Katie needs. <laughs> oh, I don't need the taser. I don't need a taser. Yeah, you need to get really? tased right now. Oh, Yo, you want to tase me? Yeah, really? Yeah. Oh. Ooh, that, yeah that, that reminds me of the taser that Harley Race used to have when he was managing Vader. Oh, man, I remember. He used to chase oh, everybody man. on that damn thing. Oh, my God. Now, I never knew who had a taser with Vader. Oh, yeah, he, he had a taser he used to zap people, try to zap people with. It was kind of funny. He used to try to locker him with it. And funny stuff. <laughs> I can see it now, fucking Harley Race. <laughs> that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, oh, my God. With taser, now, that's, you know that's I mean? the story, <laughs> Sam. You <laughs> haven't, <laughs> haven't told us yet. <laughs> Harley Race chasing guys around the locker room with a taser. Get your spots right, boys. <laughs> Classic. Oh, oh! I would have loved to meet Harley in his prime during all his ribbon days. Oh man! Oh god! Oh, we've heard yeah, some stories. I mean, Sam, Sam, you, yeah, Sam Houston has told yeah, us Sam a bunch of stories Harley half. stories. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently Harley Harley okay. smokes a little as much weed as I do. 
I guess you heard the Harley um, Kurt Hannig story, right? No, I don't I think don't. we have. Where, uh, <laughs> where Harley's sitting back smoking a cigar and like, you know, uh, what's your finish, kid? <laughs> and and, and is like, is that kick off the top rope? <laughs> and, and, and Harley pulls another puff of cigars, looks at him and says, I'll move. I'll move. Uh, Oh, Harley. I'll move. Uh, (laughs) No, but that's what you you brought up a good point, Stro. That's the way the old timers were. If you want to put somebody like Luthez in the ring with some of these high flyers today, that's what Luthez would do. He just moved. I'll move. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Steve. Oh my gosh, no, that's that's some that's some hilarious that's some hilarious <laughs> ideas. I mean, you know, I, you know what? That's that's one that I would have liked to have seen though. You talk about Sting, um, Sting and uh, Harley together. Oh man, that would have been that would have been a that would have been incredible. That would have been. Yeah. Okay. Uh, did, I, did, it, did, it, did I tell you guys about the uh, Terry Funk chicken story? No. No. Oh, no. my God. Okay. Yeah, well, Go ahead. Well, I'm with Uncle Terry, right? We're at like, San Francisco, the Cow Palace, and they were shooting promos up for the pay-per-view that night, right? And Terry uh-huh. had this trash bag in his hand, and I was waiting, drinking my bottle of water, waiting for her to do my promo with Ernest Cat Miller and everything, right? And Terry had Dustin next to him, you know. And Terry had this trash bag, and everybody asked him, Terry, Terry, what's your trash bag? And, and he would give them all the same responses, like, I'm saving it for the interview, right? So the cameraman starts, right? Here, here's Terry, reaches in this trash bag, pulls out this dead, rancid chicken. I don't know how the hell he got this darn daggum thing on the plane. So he, he's putting this chicken to the camera and says, You see this chicken? I shall narrow compare its anatomy to that of one Rick Flair. See these skinny legs? <laughs> these are the legs of Rick Flair. See this beak? This is the schnoz of Rick Flair. And I'm oh, going to take Rick Flair by the neck. And he's grabbing the chicken. He's saying this, right? And I'm going to whip him <laughs> like a dog that he is. He's beating the damn chicken on the ground. Feathers fly everywhere, you know. Oh, my God. And uh, Dustin, just, Dustin falls up. He's holding his ribs laughing. I stood up my water. And the camera's like shaking. The camera's shaking. And the whole joint is how I'm laughing at this point, right? And then oh, later on boy, that evening, later on that evening, right, <laughs> I get back to the hotel. They put us up at a really nice place there. And the bellboy who gets her luggage, hotel, he's running around the parking lot like he's lost with the same trash bag Terry Funk had his head yeah, earlier man. that evening, right? Thank you. So I was, uh-huh. I was, I was curious. I, I went, I went to the kid. I was like, "Kid, are you all right? What's going on?" And he said, "Some old man gave me this dead chicken, and I don't know what to do with it." It was Terry. Oh my God! Oh, that that is hilarious. Holy cow! Classic, classic, man. I, I could see Funk doing something like that. Funk is freaking crazy, and nobody nobody realizes how crazy he is. Oh yeah, I, I think I think the craziest story I've ever heard was some Bloody Piper. 
He told me the story, okay. and I can't do Piper. I can't do Piper Justice because he's freaking hilarious when he tells those stories. He's amazing. Uh huh. But there, back in back in 1975 in Pacific Northwest, uh, Sandy Bar territory, uh, mm. they're they had their live TV tapings, right? Mm-hmm. And they were going to debut this guy known as Batman. He dressed up like Batman, but due to DC comic book trademarks, they had to call him Batman. But he still had the Batman outfit, right, with the cape and all, right? Okay. <laughs> and the deal, the deal was, I think Alma Drill was going to do a promo at ringside, and oh, Batman was on Alma Drill. top of the table, and it says, uh, "I'm Batman," right, like a superhero. But keep in mm-hmm. mind, 1975 TV. There's no editing, whatever, no second delay, whatever. So if you screw up live, oh well, right? So <laughs> yeah, the, the the show starts, and Alma Drill does the promo with the commentary ringside. Here comes. Batman, Batman suit and all, runs out, jumps on top of the table, slips, falls, busts his rear end on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) The the whole audience is howling, laughing, right? The the commentator looks at Almadrill, they look at each other, and the commentator takes the microphone down to Batman, he's all messed up on the floor, and just says, uh, uh, who are you? (laughs) And and Batman, he's all laid there and says, I'm Batman. Tell all your friends. And they, oh, they get better. Oh, my word. Later on that hour, was the debut match of Matman, right? So uh-huh. here comes Matman, Batman suit and all, cape and everything, comes in the ring, starts the match off, boom, to boom, they go at it. He slams the guy, he climbs to the top rope, he stands his hands like he's Jimmy Superfly snuck in, like he's going for the big splash, right? Damn. What oh, he doesn't realize is loose wires protruding from the top of the building. <laughs> And one of his hands touched one of those wires. Sparks flew, blacks out the whole joint. Everybody's screaming, Oh, God! You know, freaking out, you know? And like, I, I'd say, like, about, about 30 seconds later, the lights come back on, and there's a smoking mat man on the top rope. Falls down to the canvas like a, a, a dead tree. <laughs> like a chop down. Oh, <laughs> Miss, Miss the guy now like a mile in the ring. Referee doesn't know what the heck to do, right? So he takes the smoking yeah. Batman, puts him on top of the guy, and counts one, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that was the start, the beginning, and the talking end of Batman. But here, Piper, Piper, it is amazing the way he tells the story. It's amazing. Oh my God! <laughs> oh, wrestling was just so much simpler back then. Mhm. Right. And and it's, it's oh yeah. It could be simple again, but people want to over convolute it. Yeah. Stop the convoluting. <laughs> Leave it alone. It ain't broken, so fix it. Stop shoving guys like Jinder Mahal down our throats. We don't want him. (laughs) Never mind. Down my throat, up my ass, in my eyes, up my nose. Oh, hello. It's all over the place. Oh, my, my, my. (laughs) Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my goodness. It's getting tiresome. Could be. Oh goodness! Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah. Unreal. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> definitely. Yes, I am. Sorry. 
been a long day. Not enough coffee. <laughs> I hear you. I, that's what I'm drinking now. You help yourself. Oh, if I drink, no, if I were to drink a coffee just now, it's like quarter to, well, almost uh, 10 to 11. I'll be up to Oh, you'll six, never sleep. So I, will, I just will not sleep. Uh-huh. No. Yeah. She'd be bouncing off the wall, Katie. Pew, pew, oh, pew. Yeah. I mean, Woo. she's already that way, but uh, she'd yeah. be worse than, than normal. <laughs> well, then again, I just, Are wait a second. I just, I just said normal and Katie in the same sentence. I'm normal. sorry. Okay. Normal to me is a suit and tie guy, an everyday suit and tie guy. That's normal. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Off the well, wall, but I am. Oh, kind of like, kind of like IRS, right? IRS, remember him? Yeah, yeah. that's, that's yeah. normal. <laughs> I, I had friends who used to like. I, I had friends. Who, I, I had friends that would like super fly out of trees at suits. Okay. We used All to right. used to sit on. I used to, well, my apartment was on a rooftop. We used to sit on the rooftop like and get super soakers. Yeah, we used to get it with super soakers. Get all the super yeah. super soakers, tell them to lighten up. Super <laughs> soakers. <laughs> yeah. Oh lord. I said well though. Condoms, pretty, pretty cool. condoms filled with water, you know. Well, condoms make an amazing <laughs> water bomb. Oh, like, oh, you, <laughs> fill it, you fill it all the way up with it. You fill a silicone them all the way up with water and drop it on a suit. Yeah, they're not very happy with you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that, that sounds like a bad Cheech and Chong movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Lordy. Uh, there was never a bad Cheech and Chong movie. Uh, I love Cheech and Chong. They're awesome. They are pretty cool. And, 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 and I don't even smoke and I like Cheech and Chong. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm just going to be quiet there because, uh, yeah, I don't need to say any more about me and Cheech and Chong and smoking and up and smoke and still smoking and and the Corsican brothers. Yeah. Corsican brothers, yes. Yeah, Chong's and you like Chong? He's Canadian. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I, I like this is Katie. Well, every day I bleed and get high. You can see the flames in my eyes. Me, I go smoke some ganja now. Me, I go smoke some ganja now. Yeah, man. All right. I'll dig it. Thank you. That was awesome. Seed boss total control over this show tonight. Yeah. Yes, I have. Yeah, he never had control of it. It's not Steve's show. It's not Sean's show. It's just Sean, it's Sean and Katie's show. It's, 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 it's the Keening and, and Shady show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kofi Kingston is saying, hey, that used to be me. <laughs> hey, no. Now I want pancakes. It's a new day. Guys, I want pancakes. You guys running? You guys running, you. you guys running this? You guys running this is up, like is like uh, is like uh, Samoa Joe going to his barber and saying, uh, oh, "Just take a little off the side." Oh my God, his hair is terrible. <laughs> he does. He looks like he has a paintbrush on his head. 
or you know, you know those, or you know those horses and the way that the way they their hair is like really bristly on top and it's straight up. Um, I can't remember. Uh, I can't remember what the fuck kind of horse they are. Yeah, yeah well, like a paper. Joe would be a blast on the luau, man. He'd be a blast, man. Yeah, he those would. Fi- yeah. Fire sticks up in the air, man. The luau? Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> 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 oh, that's funny. Oh, oh, speaking of hair, you should have seen EC3s tonight. Looks like, uh, oh, no. looks like he took the, yeah, it looks like looks like he took a mixer to the top of his head before he came out there. Yeah, no. Nice. Oh wow. <laughs> That's messed up on all different kinds of levels. Oh lord. Well, well we're, we're gonna keep. EC3 and Samoa Joe run bumping into each other when they got their haircuts. That, that, that'd be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Oh Lord! Oh, I am trying to get my message through to my uh, next guest that'll be calling in. Hopefully, before the time clock blocks that out. Um, I gotta refresh my call. We'll be right back. Okay. Yeah. All right. And yeah. you know, uh, there he is. He's calling. Okay. Uh, it'll be uh, it'll be Paul, so we'll be we'll be talking with Uncle Paul momentarily. I don't think Crusher's gonna make it tonight. He's not feeling all that well, Aww. and uh, with the situation with Frank, I don't think that we're gonna get somebody from RCW in tonight. So. Okay. What's going on with Uncle Frank? Uh, he is having some health issues again. He um. He's not uh, doing too well. He, the, when I talked to him earlier this afternoon, he said he might be going to the ER again. So, oh shit! Um, and Uncle Paul, I, I what about Uncle Paul? I heard that. Uncle Paul is supposed to be calling in any minute now. Okay, well he better hurry up with his minutes because he's only got a few. He's yeah, got I know. Seven. He's got seven. Six minutes and oh. sixteen seconds. Yeah, we. Oh said. wow! What? Talk about pressure. <laughs> yep. Pressure. Yeah. This is this is the way our system is. It locks everybody yeah, from yeah, calling yeah, in or out yeah, at ten o'clock. Mm-hmm. I hate it. Queen, now you got me. <laughs> queen on the pressure. <laughs> 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 um, I do want to give everybody a reminder that next week on War we will be joined by the Guardian of Gold, Casey Carlisle. And that's going to yeah. be a good show. Oh awesome. yeah, absolutely. You know, and she's got, July. She's, got, she's actually got more belts than Austin Aries does right now. <laughs> and July eighteenth is the next Glow Night. Oh, nice. The ladies yep. from Glow will be here on July eighteenth. So. You don't want to miss that. And uh, next week is also Steve Kane's last show for a little while. So after mm-hmm. that, uh, we will lose total control because it will be just up to me and Katie. 
Oh, oh. oh boy. God help our audiences for that for those few God weeks. Help. Who are you fooling? What about me? God help me. About me I'm the one that has to be alone with the with the weirdo. Like Jesus. What about me? What about Raven? Yeah, what about yeah. what about Raven? What about me? What about Katie? What about Katie? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what about Katie? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, well, man. hopefully, he, oh, he, I just God. sent him my message. Hopefully, Uncle Paul makes it before cutoff. I don't have his number. I call him. Wait a minute. Yes, I do. Oh. Uh-huh. Call um, quick. You got five minutes. I yeah, need the number now. 14 seconds. I don't have a number for you. Not my job. Yep. I'll be right back. Yeah. Hurry. <laughs> right. Fucker. Oh, my Jesus gosh. Mary and <laughs> this is... I'm serious. I oh, wish I could slap him. Is... I wish I could repeatedly slap him over and over and over again. Oh. As much as yep. I love the boy. Yep. I just want to beat him up. Yeah, I tell <laughs> you. It, it, it's fun. It's fun like that at times. Um... So yeah, um, so now uh, what uh, wrestling-wise? What have you what have you got uh, coming up here uh, in the uh, not too distant future? Oh, oh goodness, man! I I, I got I got sporadic independent wrestling shows for different promotions on the East Coast, uh, possibly West Coast. I'm just trying to wait for some people to get back to me. So I'm I'm wanting to get back out west, uh, especially up near, near your neck of the woods. So uh, if I got anything up. Near you, you guys. I'll definitely let you know for sure. Come to Canada. Right, I, I miss my Canadian, my my Canadian fans and friends there, man. I, I love Canada, man. It's amazing. I'm in Toronto. So. Toronto, right on. You just talked yeah. to me. Great. Right awesome. on. Where are you? Yeah, I'm on down North Carolina, the East Coast. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. We're, I'm quite north of you, sweetheart. Quite yeah, I'm, I'm there. I'm I'm next Smart door to Hardy Boys and Ric Flair and. Nice. All Carolina people. Mm. Yeah. Very nice. Yep. Yes, indeed. No. Oh, my gosh. All right. I well, go to Peterborough to play Canada think, every year for the kids. <laughs> uh, yeah, Sean, looks like you had him and then he dropped, so uh, I don't know. Oh, man. I'm going to try buzzing him one more time. Okay. Okay. Oh. I think we got him. I think we got him. So let's uh, let's see here. Uh, give me just a few minutes. I'll call you back. Leave your name, number, and a brief message. Thanks. Bye bye. Oh, let's do that. Hello. Nope. nope. Okay. That <laughs> was. Oh, I wanted yeah, to leave that, a message. Oh, uh, Sean's already doing that. That's Paul's voicemail. And. Oh, uh, Aww. He's got a minute and forty seconds, so I don't think that's I don't think it's gonna happen. Oh. <laughs> so Yep. Yeah, nope, that's uh yeah, don't unfortunately I don't think uh we're gonna get Paul in this night. So Uh unfortunately, um he's obviously busy, but uh we'll get to him maybe next week with Casey Carlisle and uh we'll hopefully have somebody from R C W here. And good luck to everybody that has a show coming up this weekend. Because, man, it's not an easy task to be promoting in the summer. 
with all the other things uh-huh. that are going on in the summer. Kids right. are out of school. People want to go on vacation. All of that. Uh-huh. So yeah. graduation you know, parties, weddings. Yep. Cruises. All those fun little things. Cruises. Yeah, them too. <laughs> going to meet in yeah. the steamboat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Yeah. You can tell. You can tell she's excited it's about sleep. this. Three sleep. Bernadette's going too, eh? Bernie's going. She's gonna be there too. You guys are really dig KC Carlisle, though. I mean, she's awesome. She's oh, shit. Really we cool. love her. Yeah. I love her. Yeah. Like in fact, she's in fact, girl. one of our first, one of our first unusual moments on our on our shows happened with her. Um, oh, what's, what's oh, right on? In the middle, in the middle of a, in the middle of an interview, she got pulled over by the cops. Oh yeah. Yes, I was there. I was there for that one. Oh my God! Yes, yes. you were with her. <laughs> yes, yes. He no, was. I was there to interview. Yes. yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> he was. He was on when that went That's down. That's right, too. That's right. He oh was my God. That was classic. Uh, well, it, it hung up on me. I had, I had Paul on the line, and just at the cutoff, it cut us both <laughs> off. Oh shit. Yeah. So that real, right? Sucks, huh? <laughs> you should have called him earlier, Sean. I tried. I've been trying to call him for the last ten minutes. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, not everything. I don't know everything. It's not much else to know with him. Just most things. <laughs> well, he'll be back with us in a couple weeks. Uh, we got a couple more weeks before his big event in Rockwood, Tennessee, with Adam Rose, Kira Hogan, and uh, oh God, who's the other one? Brian Christopher. I had to think about that for oh, a minute. Oh, cool, cool, okay. So yeah. uh, that'll be in Rockwood, like Tennessee, like July seventh. Yeah, Provi- oh. provided provided Brian's not back in jail again. <laughs> uh, that's a very good possibility. Um, well, with that, I think we have taken care of everything that we're going to take care of here tonight. Uh, yeah. So yeah. So don't forget, uh, Tuesday nights, we're uh, back on here uh, right after SmackDown Live at uh, 10, 9 Central. And, of course, um, this will be this will be a big one uh, because, of course, we will have uh, NXT TakeOver to talk about, Money in the Bank to talk about, as well as, of course, Raw on SmackDown Live. Uh, we'll probably even uh, talk a little bit about uh, tonight's uh, season premiere of Lucha Underground. So... You definitely awesome. don't want to uh, don't want to miss that at all. Um, so I think that uh, you know I think guys that pretty much covers everything. Um, I got so, nothing. Yeah. So hey Rob, thanks so much for, for coming and for coming and joining us tonight, brother. It's you know, we always appreciate when uh, when you get love the you, opportunity to call in to talk to us, man. No. Oh, thank you, guys. God bless you guys. You guys, this is a flash hey. well, thank you all. Really you is. know you, I always you, enjoy you. having you here. I love having you here, yeah. sir. It's great having yeah. you here. Follow, oh, follow yeah. him, follow him on, uh, on Twitter, <laughs> Facebook, well, and uh, on Instagram. <clears throat> you know, he's all over the place. So. Yes, indeed he is. Thank you so much, Stro, for being my surprise guest for everybody here tonight. I uh, haven't done one of these in a while, so uh, it means a lot. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Keep, keep in touch, you know. 
We'll do a call. I'll be in touch, Joe. We'll get something set up. Yeah, absolutely. You got it, bro. All right. You guys have a good night. You too, sir. You too, man. Much love. Much love. All right, folks. Well, Katie, I think it's time that you tell everybody what time it is. What time is it? Um, well, hold on a second. It's three days till Ricky Steamboat, but show's over, folks. You don't have to go home, but you sure as fuck can't stay here. Get out. Good night, everybody. We'll see you Tuesday. Night.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.